Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. We are finally live. I do apologize, but apparently Skype doesn't want to work today. So, <clears throat> welcome to the Low Sodium Show. I know it is late, but we are here and we are rocking and rolling finally. I am your host, Mark Landon Crew Wheeler, and even though, yes, we are starting a little late, we will get this party started. Um, we've got a great show tonight, y'all. This whole right before this all started. It's got a little flustered and out of, out of whack, but um, I apologize, folks. I really do. Um, but we've got a great show tonight. We've got 
uh, Ross Vargas of the Midwest Kayak uh, Tourney. Uh, going to break down uh, this past uh, month's tournament and, and future tournaments as well. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Shaky Head, one of those that just doesn't get used enough, um, in my opinion, or used in more variations. It, it's an incredible setup, a great way to fish, and a lot of fun uh, as well. It catches a lot of bass um, and uh, was, was key uh, recently for me to uh, uh, take fifth in, um, in, a, in one of my tournaments. So uh, let's get right started. we got a few callers in. Uh, we're going to start off with the guy who I just mentioned, Mr. Raf Vargas with Midwest Kayak English Turning. What's going on, man? Hey, Mark. How's it going? Good to hearing you. Uh, I haven't talked to you for a while. What's going on, man? Not much, buddy. Not much. How are you guys doing with the, that uh, turning you guys have going on? And I think uh, it's a it's a record. I tell you what, we got um, just for the April. As you remember, the series had four events, and it picked off on uh, April first with the crappie event, and uh, it will finish tonight at midnight. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're still getting people posting pictures as, as we speak. Uh, we have seventy-eight total participants for April alone, so that's a that's a huge that's record. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we got people, awesome. like, like I said before, all the way from uh, Michigan, Illinois, um, you, I mean, you name it, um, all over the Midwest. So so great, great participation. Uh, we have, um, uh, like I said, PA people. And uh, right now we got uh, the competition fierce. Nevertheless, I got a lot of people that been taking outside their elements, you know, they're bass fishermen, and and they're struggling catching three crappies. But uh, but nevertheless, we got we got good sized crappies. I've never seen crappies this big before in my life. <laughs> That's awesome, bud. That's awesome. Uh, you know, seeing it blow up in the Midwest is such a you know kayak fishing in general is just awesome to see. And and with the the crazy winter we've had to see, you know, or hear that you know you guys have seventy eight already participants and more you know, adding to the, the tourney is just awesome. Um, and that's the versatility of this tournament. I mean, people pay just one month, uh, or they can participate the whole four events, uh, you know, depending on where they are. I got a lot of people just doing the online events. Uh, I got people doing uh, just one particular month because that's what they feel comfortable with uh, because I'm targeting different species on each event. And, and it's great. I mean, I got one guy posting – uh, I never fished so hard in my life trying to catch a crappie. Uh, he never fished crappie before, and he was uh, referring to them as, as unicorns because he thought uh, they, they didn't exist. So it was pretty funny. Uh, but nevertheless, I mean, people are pulling through. Uh, you know, uh, later on I'm going to mention, like, who's in the top uh, five uh, as an as a overall and, and who, who, uh, who had the lead as far as April, um, if, you, if you allow me later on. Yeah, I've got a few more callers. We'll hit up. Uh, we'll be, you know, we'll get back to you in, in a few minutes. The next caller up okay. in line is area code four one nine. You're live on Kayak Fishing Radio. Hey, what's going on, man? Josh, who's this? Josh. Josh. What's going on, man? <laughs> How much? What's up? Not much, bud. Cool. 
we're going to get into the shaky head portion and after I get through all the, the guests here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I know that your uh, folks, Josh has been message, messaging me on uh, Facebook and, uh, you know, asked a couple of questions about shaky head, hence the, the format for tonight. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's one you're going to learn a lot. Um, and, folks, if you're listening in or podcast or whatever, I posted two pictures on the event page on Facebook. Uh, go there, check it out, and you will see, you know, the baits, just a handful of baits that I use uh, for shaky head fishing, as well as three styles that I own. I don't necessarily use use them all the time. Uh, you know, there's some baits that, that are strictly for a certain presentation or a certain situation. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll break that down a little bit. But it's great having you on, Josh. Just, uh, just, just hang on there. Let me, I got one more person. Give me one second. No problem. All right. Area code 308, you are live. Is that Who's this? me? More, oh, this is Kayak Jack, Nebraska. What's going on, buddy? Um, I didn't. I didn't know I had called in. I just was listening to radio. And, um, anyway, that's good to talk to you, though. <laughs> What's going on? It's good to talk to you too, bud. I, I, I was listening talking. to. I was listening to Raf on the Midwest Kayak Fishing Series. Um, I mean, I fish hard anyway, but I've never fished that hard in my life either. Trying to get a crappie, you know. Yeah. The, they uh, they were hard to get this month. I mean, I got some nice ones, but. Man, there's some big ones out there. Guys are getting. Yeah, with with the you know how as cold as it's been around the country, especially yeah. in the Midwest, um, you know it's 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 always perfect crappie conditions. You know, I can see in the beginning of the month being it being really hard, but as the you know the past week and a half, yeah. two weeks, you know, in certain areas, you could have gotten them on the while they're pre-spawn and and then they're spawn, and that's when they have the biggest. Yeah, hey, Mark, can you hear me? Those slab speckled freaks. I, yeah, yeah. I got. I actually got mine the first two days of April, and then couldn't get wow. anything bigger. But, but um, anyway, uh, I wanted to let you know too the the kayak palooza. Man, we've got over forty entries in that, and we've got three guys with over forty inches. That's amazing. You know, so it, it's pretty cool wild. to see all this uh, interest. Yeah, there. That is awesome. But cool. I, 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 I'm listening because I want to hear the shaky head secrets, you know, so I can get a big bass. <laughs> you know what? I, and to be truthfully honest, uh, well, I've been fishing spawning um, bass lately. Uh, and, and, you know, before the, the, the females have moved up, as the females are up and in that fry guarding stage, and what, the one bait that... Ha- you know, consistently is putting bass on, you know, the deck of, of, of my boat is has been a shaky head. And, you know, I, I think too many people believe it's uh, you throw it out there and then you work it real slow and methodical when in all actuality I barely ever do that. Um, and you're really missing out. Or they think, it's, you know, you only got to put a, you know, a worm on there when there's so many other variations you can use. And just absolutely put the slob knocking, you know, uh, uh, horse face mm-hmm. swanch, as uh, as Zona would say, um, you know, in your boat by working working it pretty fast and almost power fishing it. So, um, mm-hmm. 
we'll get to that, that in a minute. Folks, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come right back, we're going to have more with uh, Raf Vargas of the Midwest Kayak English Turning. So we'll be right back All with right. the Low Sodium Show. Only on, there you go, man. All right, on the Low Sodium Show. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Full Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foregrip. Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Full Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Full Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to say hello to our newest or my newest sponsor, uh, Lickham Lures. And I'm posting stuff on Facebook, and, and if you fish with me, you hear me talk about this company and the tongue slapper. First impressions, just all plastic spoon. Ooh. And that's what I get from a lot of guys until I fish it and show them it's not a spoon. It's a jerk spoon, meaning it's spoon-shaped profile elicit insane strikes, but you fish it the same way you would a jerk bait. And this time of the year, you need to have a jerk bait tied on. If you're in brim, sunfish, large shad area, you're going to definitely want to have one on as it's the perfect profile. So check them out. Go to lickemlures.com right now. Go, go do it. Go get them. Okay, pick yourself up a pack. With their new color, I'm telling you, it's going to be a great one. The watermelon red flake, a little gold dust in it. Ooh, yeah, oh, it's, it was bad. Oh, so bad. So get it. Check them out. Fish it like a jerk bait. See how you rig them. And let me know what you think. Because I'm telling you, you're literally going to find some great stuff. So go to lickemlures.com. Like I just said, let them know that Mark from the Low Sodium Show sent you. Catch more fish with the craziest baits out there right now. The tongue slapper from Lickham Lures. You are listening to the Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio with your host, Mark, the Landing Crew Wheeler. Hi, right, we are back. Right to it with the uh, with the Raf Vargas from the Midwest. I know I'm getting this wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so bad with with names and stuff like that. It, it kills me. Um, it's all right. I can... Okay, here we go. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Hang on. Hang on. Midwest kayak fishing series. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> oh man. So. You guys just had uh, are just finishing up in the next little less than four hours here with your April crappie. Um, 
and you're having some great numbers apparently. That's right. Uh, just just like uh, uh, Marty Marty just mentioned, we got we got uh, good results. I mean, we somebody submitted uh, crappie, 16 uh, inch crappie. Uh, that's that's the biggest crappie we got so far in record. Wow. Uh, to me, I've never seen that before. I mean, that thing looks like like uh, like a drum, like a freshwater drum. <laughs> so I had to take a double look. But, hey, Mark, if you give me uh, 30 seconds, I would like to shout out to the sponsors that is making this happen because, I mean, without them, you know that uh, these oh, events yeah. are not oh, possible. Um, totally and, you know, I want to start with Select Sales and Sports. Uh, they're a locally owned Omaha kayak dealer. They're the Hobie uh, dealer in the Midwest uh, located in Omaha, and they're, they're great. They're, they're providing the grand prize. And um, some other goodies, uh, we're going to be giving a, a Hobie Outback to the grand prize in July 19. Uh, by the way, if anybody is from Iowa, Kansas, or South Dakota, or Omaha, they're going to have a live demo, a free kayak demo, uh, May the 4th uh, at 11 o'clock at Lake Manawa, Council Bluff, Iowa. So uh, just come on over and check out the, the Hobie Kayaks. Uh, also, Werner Paddles. I mean, you know these guys. These guys, uh, best paddles out there made in USA. They're donating over two thousand dollars worth of paddles uh, for the wow. for the winners for each of the of the events. Uh, so they're fantastic. Uh, they they already start shipping some of these stuff to my house, and I get to play with this thing, touch them, feel them, and, and I just very impressed with the quality and the craftsmanship of these paddles. Um, we also have, obviously, Hobie Kayaks. They send a lot of goodies that we're going to be raffling and distributing. Uh, you know Luther Cyphers from Yak Attack. Uh, that's part of the grand prize with the black pack. Uh, they're also giving, uh, everybody's going to get 25% off gift card from Yak Attack, and I already start mailing those to everybody. So uh, that's just, awesome. uh, if, you're, if you're an angler from the Midwest Kayak Fishing Series, you're going to get one. Uh, hook one with Chat Hoover. Uh, donating over a thousand dollars worth of uh, money uh, toward the uh, purchase on on the kayakfishinggear.com. Um, we also got Kayak Angler Magazine with free subscriptions. Cabela's Backwater Paddle Company with uh, Ed. I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen their new paddle. They got a new orange uh, assault paddle, which is pretty neat. Uh, Ram mounts. Uh, they don't need any introduction. You know that they're one of the best products out there for us, making our lives easier every day as far as logistics when it comes to kayak fishing. Uh, there's a guy in, in Florida that do excellent uh, jewelry. Uh, it's called Hooks by Ty. He's donating a lot of beautiful craftsman uh, jewelry to, to the winners and also to the youth category. Beautiful, beautiful. If you haven't seen them, go to Facebook right now, Hooks by Ty. And you'll you a great price, a great present for your wife, for your significant other, or for yourself. Um, Columbia Sportwear, they're donating um, shirts and and all that stuff, fishing gear shirts. Uh, Embroidery Touch, they're from South Dakota. These people are donating a lot of stuff, embroider uh, with the logo, the Midwest Kayak Fishing logo, uh, bags and and backpacks for the kids, and all kinds of goodies. Uh, we got 42 Tackle with Joshua Slagger. Kayak Jack Outfitter is donating a, a, a trip or a kayak, uh, uh, what do you call it, a guide tour. Hoorag uh, is a headgear. They're donating a Hoorag for the first 75 registered people. Uh, Real Life uh, with Jeremy Anderson. Those guys 
uh, do awesome custom performance shirts, and they are so awesome that they created the Midwest Kayak Fishing Series official performance shirt, and a big percentage of the profits is going to go directly to Heroes on the Water. So that's that's very commendable. Uh, Scotty Mound, we, we got Upstream Brewery from Omaha, Bass Pro Shop, uh, great people always supporting me uh, at my events. Sea Tug uh, with Yak Gear, also great people. Uh, Rock Glove, Yak Angler, you know, making sh- just like you guys, uh, uh, spreading the word, spreading the love, and 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 just putting us on the on the uh, on the media. Power Team Lures, excellent lures. They're also giving us uh, gift cards for 25% off as well. Everybody's gonna get one of those. Show Base. Kobe polarized, and I'm going to leave the best for last, which is uh, the new cameras. I don't know if you've seen them. Uh, the real cameras. Uh, that's, that's their name, real cameras. And these cameras, uh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm switching all my GoPros to, to this camera. Uh, very user-friendly, waterproof, 1080 uh, HD. They have a LCD screen. They have LED lights. So if you are a night creature and like to fish at night and want to capture that, that moment where you're hooking a big catfish at night, this is the camera for you. Um, very competitive as far as pricing against the GoPro, and they're an amazing product. I think this, they're going to do really good with the kayak angler community. Um, and that's about it as far as the sponsors. I mean, these people are doing a lot of great things for the for the sport, uh, a lot of great things for, for, for the event, uh, the Midwest Kayak Fishing Series. Um, next month, Starting tomorrow, it's going to be the, the multi-fish slam. We're going to do one catfish, one bluegill, and one bass. Just three fish. Sounds easy. <laughs> Good luck. Right. Uh, three fish, and uh, that's going to be the, the target species for, uh, for May. So looking forward to that, see what, what people – I know we got people like uh, the Dark Archer, Kevin Workman. He's a uh, pro staff from Warner Paddles, and he, that guy – uh, go to the rivers and catch catfish, uh, river monster type of guy. So we'll see. I'm right. looking forward to see the entries for this for next month. Yeah, uh, I know that you you got one nice little lake there that's got some really monster bluegill right there in um uh, uh, right outside of Leavenworth. Um, little itty bitty lake, but it's got some monster bluegill that I've caught with uh, my family in Kansas. Um, Oh, you know, please do tell. I'm, I'm in Leavenworth right now, <laughs> and I'm gonna. I'm partic- I'm uh, I'm in uh, Kayak Jack's tournament in the Kayakapalooza. So I need to uh, since I cannot compete in my own tournament, I'm competing in his tournament. So I gotta I gotta catch a bluegill uh, in two months. So so please do tell. It's just uh, uh, down south. It's just about about two miles south. It's a little farm pond. Uh, it's about two miles south of the VA hospital there, uh, outside of Leavenworth. Okay. I could talk That's to you offline about that, so you can give me some lap <laughs> long and I can get there. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, cool, bud. So any, anyone in the Midwest can join in this tournament? Can you give them the, the website uh, or where they can find more information? Yeah, uh, to, uh, so they can either go to Facebook, and if you type Midwest Kayak Fishing Series, you're going to hit us. Uh, if you don't have Facebook, you can go to www.midwestkayakfishingseries.com, um, you know, and, and uh, you're going to find us and all that rules, registration, and all that stuff is there. Obviously, 
we're trying to donate as close as to a 100% of the donation uh, entry fees to Heroes on the Water. Obviously, I had to take care of the logistics, park fees for the lights, and shipping all these stuff to the people, and and all that. But uh, we're not making one dollar out of this. You know, I don't do this for a living. I just love to uh, provide an event with the Midwest on the map and uh, do it for a good cost. Uh, I will tell you who is leading right now at the 7.25 p.m. Central Time uh, for the April event uh, with a total of 43.75 inches, three crappies, is Thomas Fisher. In second place, we got 42 inches total, Kevin Workman from Lincoln, Nebraska. And on third place with 40.5 inches, Kevin Slifer from Wamego, Kansas. Um, that's that's the April latest as of 7:25 p.m. Uh, not all these people are competing on the on the whole event, so um, you know it's kind of like the Tour de France. For overall, we got Thomas Fisher in first place, Kevin Workman on second place and Kyle Hammond on third place for the overall. Uh, that means that they don't get any, not necessarily they're like on the first three places for April, but these are the people that are, they register for the whole event. So they, they are the top three contenders for the whole event as a whole. But April, Thomas Fisher, Kevin Workman, and Kevin Slifer. Those are the three nice. leads for April. At this point, you know, you always got that one guy at 11.30 drops in the this thing that, you know, blows everyone out. But that's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely, you know, appreciate you being on and do not be a stranger, uh, you know. Hey, well, thank you for on. having me, and, I, and I'm and i looking forward to hear about this uh, this uh, um, uh, lures that you're talking about. Also, uh, very, I just heard your commercial, commercial about the, Jerk baits, uh, and I'm just gonna go and check their website right now because I love to fish with jerk baits. Yeah, and and that that you know we had uh, Steve and Eric uh, of Lickham Lures on a few weeks ago, and it, you know really solid bait. Um, definitely check it out, and feel free anyone who's listening, uh, ask me questions about them. Uh, the little, hey, the Mark, I got a question for you when you're fishing with them. Yeah. Do you fish uh, jerk baits with uh, a fast action tip or just uh, just a straight up medium uh, action tip on your on your a very fast action rod. tip? Oh, okay. I want uh, a tip that when I snap the bait, it gives it gives a little bit, but it also comes back to that neutral state very quickly. It, 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 so I can get that slack back in the line to allow it to, to dart and dive like I want to. Roger, that makes sense. I mean, that's what I do. I was just talking to a buddy of mine like 30 minutes before coming on uh, uh, live online, and uh, he he didn't agree. But obviously, that's kind of like a technique. A fast action tip with jerk baits have been working great for me, uh, especially with the wipers here and the and the white bass. So they they spawn a whole lot earlier than the largemouth. Uh, so um, I just I was wondering what uh, what your take was on that. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, a medium heavy rod with a very fast action tip, you know, something that that's got some backbone. Uh, graphite is is really the way you want to go because it's it it comes back to its neutral state so quickly that it it allows that line to 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 go slack again, which is key with working jerk baits. Um, 
more than than anything else. Um, you know, and it it's one of those things that a lot of guys, you know, they they pick up a a, a hard plastic jerk bait in particular, um, even a, a soft plastic one, and they keep, they look at it in, in the water and they're working the bait, and then you know they're they'll snap the rod real hard. You know, and I see it a lot of times with the hard plastic jerk baits because they've got the lip in and they're pulling so much water and they're pulling so much, you know, the, the, the line's pulled so hard that without that fast action, the rod still has the memory of that, that, that snap. And what happens mm-hmm. is when you snap like that, has that memory, when you go back to, that, to the starting position of where you're going, the rod hasn't un- fully unloaded yet. And you get right. the bait to actually drag instead of of, of of being erratic, and you really lose a lot of potential with that. You know, I will when I snap that rod tip with with, with the rod that I use. Mm-hmm. It, the, especially a hard plastic jerk bait, and uh, you can ask the guys that I fish with, uh, uh, and especially you know, I showed uh, Jeff Singleton and Zach Huntington. Uh, two of my, you know, really good fishing buddies. Literally, looks like I'm moving that bait six, seven feet, right? But you look at the bait, and it's moved maybe six inches, you know, back to the boat. But in all actuality, it's gone, you know, four feet one way, two feet another, went up a foot, and it's extremely erratic. You know, in super clear lakes with a hard jerk bait, you cannot go wrong. And I'm saying, you know, clear anything within three feet of visibility, because that's what you want. You want that super erratic action to get the best uh, stripers, whatever you're fishing for, excited. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they see that uh, real erratic action, they go schizo, you know, and, and you know, especially my, my soft baits. When you snap that rod tip, and it doesn't have to be a real vicious you know, uh, a snap with a salt plastic because it's so light, you know, like a fluke, um, power team lures, uh, GP hammer shad, stuff like that. When you snap that rod and you can bring it back to that uh, starting position, that bait will actually stop and turn and swirl and everything you need it to do to be truly mm-hmm. effective. So uh, definitely, you know, that fast action tip is key. And I see a lot of guys trying to use those crankbait rods and you're really losing a lot of action and you, you're wasting a lot of time uh, out there in the water by doing it like that. Right. And you'll see a difference in your, your catching percentage come up. Also, right low carbon line, head, you know, uh, I use, I, when I'm jerkbait fishing, you know, I, I know some guys that drop to 10 pounds, I don't. Um, the, the lightest I go for any of my jerk bait fluorocarbon lines is 14 pounds. Because I am, because I've actually had it with a lower quality fluorocarbon line um, where my action is so violent and I'm putting so much strain on that line, especially when I'm working it on a hard jerk bait, where I've actually snapped the line mid, you know, working it back to the boat. You know, snap, snap, pow! And actually heard it pop mm-hmm. and break. You know, when I'm watching the bait, you know, like uh, Lake Anna up here, it's uber clear. And I'll see the bait, you know, suspended eight feet in the water, and I'm like, I actually had one where I did it, and I snapped it off. And I could see the line, and it started to sink, and it broke about 15 feet in front of me. I was like, no, 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 no. 
and I could see the bait way out there. It was a super, super clear uh, winter day. I'm like, oh, no. And all out of the mist comes this, like, three, five bait. I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was crying. But, yeah. You know, right. go with, you know, the small side goes 14 pounds. Um, the best line I found is a is Sunline fluorocarbon reaction. It's expensive. It's like 30 bucks a spool, but you 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 get what you pay for. Um, and it is so good. Um, it's actually got a lot of stretch in it. It's got the stretch of almost mono, but with the sensitivity of fluorocarbon that you'll find. It's uber clear, casts like a dream, and uh, has an extreme abrasion resistance as well. Um, but it's got that, that enough shock in it that when that bass, especially this time of year when they're when they're supercharged like they can be, gives me the the that oh he's got it second for him to get it in his maw before I set the hook. Uh, it's also the the yeah. uh, flow carbon that I've switched all my crankbait uh, setups to. Uh, you know, it's it's just a very very high quality, uh, super super uh, versatile line. The, sh- the shooter, the sniper, and the reaction are the three fluorocarbons I use, depending on the rod and the technique I'm using. Right. Give them a try. Uh, the temperature here is like you know, in the, it's still in the low 60s, so uh, and that, that's two weeks we're gonna see a lot of action. Well, you should already have a ton of action. You know, if you want to temp yeah. in the low 60s, that is that at the witching temperature. I mean, I start really fishing hard and heavy, you know, at 55, 56 degrees. You know, uh, chatterbaits, um, lipless cranks, uh, crankbaits, spinnerbaits, um, you know, especially this time of year. You know, stuff like that. I started using, started using three, four weeks ago when the temps were in the, the mid-50s. Um you know, most people think that, you know, the bass don't really start moving until it's, you know, the 60s, mid-60s. You're missing out on a great time when they're coming out of that winter pattern. They're looking to get fat and happy, um, and, and now it's the time to do it. So don't be free to go out there and, and run you what, uh, um, Yeah, the other thing that, I, that I'm hitting, you know, that is working really good in here in the, in the in, you know, in the Nebraska, Kansas area, is, uh, at least for me, is the football jigs and and the and the chatterbaits, uh, especially on stain water. Um, it's just you know a little slower. That slower action is just working phenomenal. Uh, anywhere from one foot of water to about five feet of water. Um, so um, I've been put pretty a, lucky with large, that as well. Put a large like a uh, like a, a super fluke on the back of that chatterbait or or swim bait. Mm-hmm. And work it quick. Work it fast. You know, I use a 7-3 to 1 reel with my chatterbaits. I, I literally scream them back into me. Um, and I have caught some monsters by doing that. Those bass are so primed and so out of their minds, especially if they're still in a pre-spawn mode. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. let me bring in Jack in, back in here. He, he fishes a lot as well. You know, fishing those... Um, those baits fast, especially in the pre-spawn mode, they're not going to be light. They're not going to be subtle. They're going to want to hurt something bad. And, and Jack, are you seeing that in your area right now? You talking to me? Kai, Jack? I'm talking to you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, 
Um, I've been fishing crappie so hard this month, <laughs> and, and I've caught I've caught more bass on crappie jigs than I have in my life. Um, no, I use. See, I'm in a different area. I I get spring fed water, and so I've been cranking since January. And so I use a lot of crank baits and a lot of jerk baits and put the paws. You know, not much spinner bait, few plastics, but. Mainly, I've been getting them on the crank, and I, I, I kind of crank it hard. Then I just kind of let it go a little bit, and that's when I nail them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that that, that and, start uh, and stop is actually yeah. Healthy. Yeah, you know, and then I get out the chatter yeah. and I can see what happens. I'm screaming it in, and it blows by the bass, and he starts making chase, trying to figure out what's going on. Why is that going yeah. so quickly? And they come up behind it, and I kill it, and they almost yeah. run into it. You know, and and I think uh, uh, I can't remember who was explaining it to me, and he, uh, one of the pros, he's like, you know, it, it's that reaction. You're chasing after something, you know. It's like the you're you're chasing after the you know the dog, and you run he runs mm-hmm. in the house, and you're running after him. The door closes. What happens? You put your hands up, right? It's the same thing with the mm-hmm. bass, but he doesn't have hands. He has a mouth, so it stops automatically. He's going to run into it. Open his mouth and kind of sucks it in automatically, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that that's you know, and I yeah. truly believe that's what happens is when you they see it running, they chase after it, it stops all of a sudden, and they can't stop, mm-hmm. and they just kind of go ah, when they eat it. So, mm-hmm. but cool. Mm-hmm. Let's get right to the stuff. We're gonna take a quick break, and we come right back. We're gonna jump into shaky heads. I know some of you're going finally, but we're gonna get it. You listen to the Little Soda Show with Mark Laney, Crew Wheeler, and we'll be right back in one. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod and get ready for some magic. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org find out how you can help. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Kayak Fishing Radio presents The Low Sodium Show with your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler. So let's get right into shaky heads, um, and and what is a shaky head? I got a lot of people asking me that. You know, what makes a shaky head a shaky head? Because it just looks like a jig with a worm on it. <clears throat> That's basically what a shaky head is. Um, but what separates true shaky heads from just being a, a a jig head that you put a worm on is the the angle of the eye. And the reason for that is a true shaky head jig has a 60 or 45 degree bended hook eye, okay? It doesn't come straight up out of the jig. It actually comes out at an angle, depending on who's creating the jigs. Um, What that allows is that angled hook uh, line, 
connection, which allows the jig to um, sit up, okay, and bring that worm up or fluke up or the bait at a, a nose-down presentation, mimicking, okay, the um, the shad or bluegill or shiner or, you know, crawfish feeding on the bottom. Crawfish, all of the, you know, that's that's all that it's, it's doing. Now, there are several out there, and if you look at the post I, I made on uh, the Facebook page on that, uh, I had three styles of jig heads, um, and, and, and I'm gonna. If you're looking at the the Facebook page, or you go to look at it a little bit later, the, here's how I break them down. There's three, actually four styles. Um, you have the flat style, all right, and and the flat styles are just regular jig heads that look like someone just made a cut out of them and cut them off, okay? Leaving a flat portion on the jig head. If you're working with a uh, salted bait, a, a sinking bait, or you're looking to drop it in on a spot and just let it sit there, okay? Or I really like those flat-sided styles for skipping underneath uh, um you know, uh, uh, docks and stuff like that. That flat is just acts just like a uh, um, just like a uh, stone, a skipping stone, and it's underneath the boat docks and stuff like that. Um, you know, and that if that's the way you want to go, you definitely can. They're great setups, and you know, really worth you know taking some time to learn. Um, but I find that they only come with a screw lock, a screw-on style um, uh, keeper. And I really don't like screw-on keepers. The reason is is because when you screw that bait on there, okay, you are basically solidifying that, that position on there. When you don't know you're getting bit, okay, or you think you might have gotten bit, you never really know. What I mean by that is that when you're using a style like a Tommy head, okay, where you actually have a, a, a solid keeper on there, okay, where you've actually got to push it through there, when you get bit, you know it, because the bait actually slides up the, um, the whole jig, okay? You know when you've hooked it on, you know, a branch or something like that because the back end actually folds down where the the, the lure has been uh, exposed or, or or set up. And it allows me to, to decipher what is going on down there. Um, and it really helps. It really helped me in this recent tournament decipher where the bass were in muddy water because <clears throat> I was dealing with bedded guarding bass in, you know, clear water, which I can see them and I can sight fish them, and also in spots where I knew where they already were and was set up and, and just kind of feeling around, around bushes and stuff like that, where I could see where that beak was coming through and figure it out and kind of go from there, if that makes any sense. 
Um, so, you know, that that's my my thoughts on those twist locks. They really, I really don't like them uh, for that many reasons. The second style of the jig is the roundhead, which you see a lot of now. Uh, because they run through vegetation very, very well, they run through rocks very well uh, as well. And they really are solid um, in those areas where you need a little bit more of a feel of the bottom. And I say that because that round head really allows that feel of what's going on, more so than a football head or a, a flat head. That flat head, it's actually, if you're dealing with a soft bottom, that flat is actually going to pull soft bottom, like mud, really loose sand, um, leaves, stuff like that. That round head won't capture as much. And I'll actually ride on top a lot easier. It also allows me to swim it through vegetation, which is a very deadly setup, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But that that round head is absolutely key to to my shaky head fishing. And it's the one I use 98% of the time. These two other styles fill all that void. And the last one um, is if you look on there, it's a football head, shaky head style. And the one I have um, was actually given to me by a guy uh, to test out. Um, and you, you can see that it's it's kind of a modified, just regular football head jig with a, a twist lock around the eye. Um, not the greatest style. I have a few others that are football head, actual shaky heads. And I strictly use them when I'm fishing uber deep. And what I mean by uber deep, I'm talking 20 foot plus when they're, you know, uh, super clear lakes and on the on the edges, on the big deep ledges, um, fishing for smallmouth like up north. You'll you'll have those real big bluff walls where they'll stick up against where I'm trying to get them down in 20 foot, um, and working those 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 breaks and cutoffs. When when I see that, and that's when I use that head. Uh, the football style, because football heads just really work through rocks very, very well. Um, and the, the heavy gets me down there. It helps me to feel when I'm getting to the edge. Okay, I'm, I'm dragging on along that rock. All of a sudden it drops off that edge. I know it's there, and I know I can get them. So, you know, those are, are you know, the three heads that I use. Um, and uh, I'm going to bring uh, back Josh Engel. Uh, Josh, I know you had a bunch of questions, but and we're just getting started on the shaky heads. Do you have any questions so far? Yeah, I got one. What do you, what's your good recommendation on a good rock wheel setup and a line style with test pounds? Um, actually, that's the next top, uh, portion of this I was going to hit. Um, and you bring, you bring up a, a very good point in, in you know rod styles and line and everything else. And I find that there's there's two I mean, we'll start with the line. There's two lines I use with shaky head. And it all comes down to the to the three styles. The the flat heads and the round heads, they all get a fluorocarbon line. Um reason is I'm using eighth ounce, uh sometimes I even drop down to sixteenth ounce if I'm using a very small bait, 
or if I'm really looking for a slow fall. Like if I have suspended fish and I'm using that shaky head to bring it through, you know, a brush where they're suspended inside a brush, I don't want it to go through the brush. I want it to slowly come down and pick off of those, those, those brush branches and everything else on the way down. Real slow descent. I'm going to use fluorocarbon, um, fluorocarbon line. And the line test I go with is <clears throat> is either 8 pounds if I'm using the super light stuff, um, or I use 14 pounds. I, I find that's the, the happy medium um, in the fluorocarbons that I use. And it also depends on the you know what I'm throwing with it. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But one that I really like uh, with a heavier setup is a strict braid. Um, and I use 30-pound braid. You know, I know guys that like to use 50, 60-pound braid, and it's not my bag. I mean, I, I use, you know, heavy braids when I'm going after, you know, topwater bass. Uh, when I'm flipping, you know, heavy, heavy cover, I'll use it. But if, I, if it's just day in, day out use, use 30-pound braid. Is, is perfect. I mean, it's super thin. It's easy to manage, and you can pack a lot of it on a reel, which is very important. You know, if you're fishing like a Lake Anna, if you're fishing, um, you know, probably not the James River now or the New River with all this rain we've had, but having that, you know, huge amount of line capacity, because I'll use a quarter ounce, and with the rods that I use, you know, I can launch that bait a country mile. I need that line capacity to be, you know, to, have, to be there, to, to give me that little, you know, buffer room when I, you know, when I'm sending it at Lake Anna, which is super clear, or even Kerr, when the water in the back area is, is clear like it can be, you know, those, those creek channels, you know, sending it that really far distance down that bank, you know, when I hook that, that, that big bass uh, and I'm, and he starts to run, it gives me that that confidence that I've got line on there that I can beat him out. Um, you know, and, and I use the braid with the, the much heavier jig, the football head style, when I'm trying to get it deep. Um, you cannot go wrong with a spinning tackle. Um, and I use a um, Bull Bay. It, it's a Bull Bay Custom. It's, um, it's the... 8 to 15, I think it is. Um, it's a very, very uh, long rod. I use a 7.6 for that super long cast. What it also does is it allows me to uh, work that bait uh, from a distance much more effectively. Uh, it keeps the rod tip high. It keeps that line off the water a little bit more. Um, and it gives me that, that good hook set that I'm looking for. But what it, the big thing about that rod is it's got a super, super fast tip, which which allows me the ability to really work that bait, you know, when it's, when it's sitting on the bottom, like I will sometimes, very well. And it's, it's my, also my drop shot rod, you know, if that gives you an idea of what kind of rod I'm talking about. So it's got a super fast tip. It's got a good, heavy action to it. So when I set that hook uh, and that rod kind of takes up all that, that slack and loads up when I do set the hook. It gives the um, the angler, myself, and those out there that, that have followed this, this kind of step-by-step system a lot of give. 
right? Because when you set the hook on, the biggest thing with, with shaky heads that I see so many people doing wrong is they hook, set the hook sideways, you know, with a sweeping hook set like they would for a Carolina rig or a, a, a hard plastic bait with trebles. Don't do that straight up, as, you know, as hard vertically as you can. The reason you're doing that is that shaky head's hook is posted up uh, and, and facing upwards. So when you set that hook, that line's going over the top, through the very top of the roof of his mouth, and that gives that hook enough time to reach and grab something strong. Plus, that is the hardest portion of that bass's maw, okay, to get that hook stuck in him. So when you set the hook, set hard and straight up, and it's going to get him 99% of the time right in the very top roof of his mouth, um, you know, and it keeps it from getting down in the gills. When you set it sideways, the hook, the whole jig is actually going to turn sideways. You get a lot more uh, gill hook fish, uh, deeper hook fish, and, and in that corner of the mouth where you really don't want it. You want it straight to the top of his head. Plus, when he goes to jump like they will, a lot of times you're setting them up, and they actually get pulled towards the surface, and they're going to go up to the surface. That's a little slower action in that rod. When he jumps and starts freaking out, the rod's not going to unload quick unload quite as fast, so it gives you some buffer room, especially when you do it next to the boat, get that rod high, right, and you keep that bend in there. When he comes and jumps and that slack gets stuck in the line, <clears throat> it's not as prominent and will save you a lot of bass. Um, you know, I also will throw them on uh, conventional tackle. So I'm using, uh, for me, it's a Lose uh, Tournament BB1 Gold Series, I quite can't remember exactly which one it is. Um, it's very solid uh, setup. Um, uh, high speed reel. All my conventional reels, except for one reel, and that's a, a slow uh, cranking rod, uh, which is like a, a six three to one. Um, all my reels are seven three to one. I want to pick up line quick. I want to get the line back to me as fast as possible, lure the bass back to me as quickly as possible. Um, and I throw it on a, a, a worm spinnerbait rod, um, you know, and I find that's the best rod for this setup. You know, it's got a fast tip, so I can rip it out there really far. Um, it's, it's got a little bit of a, a give and a medium-heavy style that, you know, allows that jump and allows me to set the hook really hard, um, you know, and, you know, putting all those styles to those rods, you know, the, the spinning rod gets the 8-pound fluorocarbon the um, you know the, the the conventional gets the 14 pound fluorocarbon my heavy duty big setup has the braid setup on there and i've got them all ready and rock and rolling you know for whatever i'm doing um you know and and you know i'm not going to throw a, a half ounce shaky head on a spinning tackle it just makes no sense but it also doesn't make any sense for me to throw a, an eighth ounce on conventional gear when I'm trying to get that finesse work going. So, you know, you, you kind of cater the, the size of the jig to the rod, line, and reel setup um, to give you the best advantage. If that makes any sense, and I hope that answered that question. Yeah, it answered the question. This is all, all new for me. I'm coming from 20 years of care fishing experience here, so. Oh, I understand, man. I completely understand. Um, you know, you know, the best thing out there to do <clears throat> is uh, Shimano has the Compre series of rods. I'm not that full bay, but it's, you know, less than 100 bucks. 
Um, you know, they're they're readily available, uh, and they're they're great rods. You know, Bull Bay has the Tactical Series, which are I think they're like 120 bucks, 140 bucks if that. Excellent rods, and um, you know, really fit the bill for that. You know, and that that you know, the six to the eight to fifteen, six to twelve line class is absolutely perfect for that. Um, you know, and then it comes down to baits. You know, they're, they're the bait selection when hit the shaky head is limitless. Okay. Uh, you know, you, you saw there I had some zoom trick worms. Great, great. I love, absolutely love the four-inch trick worms. If you can find them still, zoom makes a four-inch trick worm. Okay. It is one of the best when they are really being stupid and they don't want to take any other ones. That four-inch trick worm is out of sight. Um, but for me, 99% of the time, uh, if I'm using a, 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 a shaky head worm, it's a power team lures, five-inch or seven-inch finicky tickler. Those two, you know, depending on, on the size that I'm going with, are the two that I use um, hands down. Great little setups. Um, you know, yeah, I can't wait to break those out. I got both kits sitting in my bag right now. There you go, man. And, and and the biggest thing that I have found is with those, they're, they're soft, okay? So you don't need to let that barb come all the way through the bait. Right. All you need to do is when you when you put that hook bar back into the body of the bait from wherever you've you know if you've used the twist locks that's great. If you've used like a uh, a Tommy head jig, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you know I'm sorry I'm reading the chat room. Um, you know I just when I barely go to to put that hook point through that bait. I'm just barely just putting it inside the bait and pushing it through. Um, you know, I just want to see that hook point just barely sticking through that that uh, uh, that bait, you know, sticking out of that bait, if any at all, which allows me to be as weedless as I possibly can be, um, which is which is which is key. Um, you know, another bait, another couple style of baits that I really love using is, is crawls. If I get to a, a boat ramp and I look down, and every time I get to a boat ramp, I will kick over rocks and look at, at the rocks. What's underneath there? You know, if I kick over a rock and it's just filled with helgramites, right, or, or worms or, or small bugs, immediately I'm going to start using, you know, the worm styles. Um, you know, I've trimmed them all, you know, a, a trick worm or a, a finicky tickler all the way down until it's about three inches before to mimic that helgramite because they'll, they'll be an absolute, um, you know, hatch of them. That's all the bass will eat, especially on those um, smallmouth lakes. Um, another one that, that, uh, you know, thing I'll see, if I kick it over and I see a lot of crawfish and I love using crawls on a, on a shaky head because it's the perfect setup, right? Because the shaky head is intent is to bring the head of the bait down, the tail up. So it looks exactly like a crawl 
in a defensive mode, claws up, ready to fight, right? And you, that's, that's where I work the paint really quickly. Send it out there as far as I can. Hits bottom. I'll let it sit there. I'll jump it a few times. It'll pop to the rod tip. Let it sit there for a second, and then I'll pick it up and give it two or three cranks to the rod handle, giving it a pop, the pop the tip a little bit, like I'm swimming it in like a swim jig. Bup, 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 and I'll kill it, let it sink back to the bottom, and give it a second. Let those let it, let it get that defensive position again. You know, give it a couple of pops, make it look like the bait's trying to get away, fighting again, and I'm visualizing what a crawl would be doing. That crawl's down there, right? He's got his claws up, he's fighting that bass. And I pop it, he's kind of steering away, getting back and, and fighting him again. Pop it again, he's fighting again. And all of a sudden, ooh, he's got his opportunity, and I'm swimming him away like a crawl will. Whoop, 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 kill it. But it hit back the bottom, he's fighting him off again. And a lot of times when you do that, right, you'll be sitting there and you feel a bump. And it's not the bass that he doesn't have it yet. What he's doing is he's trying to, to stun that crawfish to eat him. Right, I feel that bump, and I'll immediately shoot that bait out of there. Let it sit. And as soon as you kill it, nine times out of ten, you'll feel the bang of that lead head smack in the back of his throat. And you watch your line all of a sudden take off, you know, left, right, or, or back at you. That's him. He's got it. And I'll hit him hard. Um, you know, is an excellent setup. You know, if I get to the boat ramp and I look in the water and it's just absolutely filled with shiners, uh, shad, uh, bluegill, you know, I'll start off my day shaky head fishing with a fluke with a, a JP hammer shad with um, a swim bait even you know a, a, like a, a, a swimming fluke um, or caffeine shad from striking I'll start off with one of them you know because there's so much of that forage around there that's what the bass are, are feeding on that's what they see and those trip worms and the, and the finicky ticklers are mimicking those baits as well. So uh, the, the, the styles of baits, especially if you see a lot of thin, you know, shiner, stuff like that in the water, you know, that's what you're, you know, you need to key up, key in, key in on. Now I'll fish in the same way. You know, little pops, like they're and it's mimicking that bait fish sitting on the bottom feeding off of what's down there. You know, whatever there might be. And what you know, I'll do is I'll fish it the same way as I will the um, the the crawl, but I will do a lot more swimming of it. I'll swim it in a little bit, a little longer, a little farther, or I'll kick it off the bottom more. You know, let it, you know, stroke. You know, let it hit the bottom, stroke it back up, bottom stroke, bottom stroke, bottom stroke. You know, and and make it hop all the way back. And I'm quick, and I'm not fishing it slow. I'm fishing it pretty darn fast. And it's really a, a stellar setup. Um, and then the, the last one I'll use are your creature baits. Um, these are, you know, your beavers, your uh, your salamander, your your, your lizards, um, stuff like that. And I'll fish them just the same way as a jig. Um, you know, make them, you know, drag along the bottom. And what I'm doing with these, and I'll do it with the, the trick worm style as well, is what you do is you make a long cast, or, or even a short one. Uh, I was actually flipping uh, grass edges uh, on Saturday into these little holes and slowly dragging the bait back out. 
you know, real slowly dragging it. I'm feeling the bottom. And what would you do? What I do is, is I'm dragging it and I'm dragging it and I'm not, I'm not shaking it and I'm not doing anything. I'm just slowly dragging it. The moment I feel a rock or something where it kind of puts a, a hold onto that, that jig is when I'll shake it. And all I do is, is I keep that line tight and I just kind of vibrate my arm. And you can do that by just tensing up your bicep and your arm starts to shake. And that's all I do. I'll just shake it for a second and then give it a little bit of slack. Bring that line back taut and I'll shake it some more. I might do it two or three times at the most. And then I'll just pop it free and start dragging it back. That's how I feel the next thing. I'll shake it and drag, shake and drag, you know, the whole way in. And it, what, it, what it's looking like, and, and, and I tell them, I don't, people don't do it enough, in my opinion, is they don't visualize, um, you know, what's going on underneath the water with their baits. And it's, you're really missing out and, and you know, robbing yourself of what's, what's going on. You know, so visualize for a second, let's say a lizard, right? That lizard, or, or what you're mimicking is a salamander, I guess is the best way to put it. That, that salamander or lizard's on the bottom. He's, he's working all, along the bottom. He's looking for food. He bumps into a, a, a stick, right? And when he's shaking, is, it, is what, that, what you're visualizing is he's, he's down there shaking his head, getting something free, and he's distracted. Right, because his head's in the in the mud, and that's the best way I put it. Um, and that bass sees that going on. Bass get very territorial because your because that salamander could be eating something that that bass could eat. Right, so he comes over and, he's on, and it's going to be a real light pickup a lot of times. But what you will see is you won't necessarily feel him hit. It's actually the line moving when it shouldn't be moving. And he's got it. Go ahead and hit him. Um, you know, that's a major component of this is, you know, visualize what you want that bait to do down there. Um, and it's absolutely deadly, absolutely deadly. And, uh, and, I, and I can't say this enough to folks. Do not um, work these baits slow. You're, you're really missing out. On, on a lot of, of fish and, and covering water, you know, be, don't be afraid to, to work that quickly all on the bottom. And I, I really do it. I, I can't say enough about doing it justice by, you know, work that beat along the bottom with as light of a weight as possible that you can keep bottom and keep it at a, moving at a, at a steady, constant movement you will find that you, you will catch more bass by doing it like that. Um, you know, I hope that's answered and gets you started in a, in a good direction. Oh, yeah, it's definitely helped. Without a doubt. Let me bring, bring back Rass. And, uh, folks, I know he's late, and I know he's probably doing the same thing I'm doing, but... Uh, uh, watching the the Rangers whoop up on the Flyers, but let me bring in my co-host of the most, though, Mr. Matt Gatchum Trucks. What's going on, man? Yo, good evening, Mark. No, I have not watched the game yet. I just got home from work about uh, 45 minutes ago, and I went to turn my computer on. It didn't go on, so I just called in. I finally got up and running and everything here. So, yeah, I agree yeah. on that, man. I had some issues too. Uh, 
starting but, uh, off the, tonight, but good to have you on, man. Rangers whipping on the Flyers, huh? Don't give me the score, because that'll ruin the uh, DVR watching for me. <laughs> I, I spoke too soon. Um, That's all right. Uh, but, um, Raph, do you have any questions? No, I, I don't have any questions. Um, I really appreciate you having me at the show. Uh, a couple more plugs. Uh, Heroes on the Water, Heartland Chapter, having two outings on May 17th. It's going to be at, in Cotton Mill Lake at Kearney, Nebraska. We're looking for volunteers for anybody that can benefit from, from uh, Heroes on the Water service. It's free to uh, disabled vets and wounded vets. And then the second event is going to be June 14th at Offutt Air Force Base Lake uh, in Bellevue, Omaha, Nebraska area. So also looking for volunteers, guides, uh, guys uh, with the ability to rig fishing equipment for the for the wounded. That uh, that will be awesome. So anybody can can help. Uh, just go to Facebook page, Water Heartland Chapter. Heroes on the Water Heartland Chapter, and uh, you'll see the instructions over there. Thanks, man. Yeah, cool, man. Uh, Thanks for doing that. Uh, you, that's much appreciated. Um, actually, I'm on the leadership team of the uh, New Jersey chapter, and uh, it's much oh, appreciated. Oh, yeah, we, we follow you all the time. time. We, we always find on your page and, and see what we can learn from you guys. Uh, you guys got yep. it down, that's for sure. Yeah, if you need any pointers, just feel free to get in contact with any of us. Sweet. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Hey, no cool. problem. Uh, Josh, do you have any more questions or that you can think of about Sheiky Heads? Uh, nothing to name, but now I'll probably have some more here for the next show. Excellent, bud, excellent. All right, with that being said, hope everyone's learned something. Feel free to ask questions on the event page for this show, and I will answer them the best of my ability. Um, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to throw a shaky head. You know, right now, in the, that spawning mode, a shaky head can be deadly. Don't think that it's strictly for that finesse. Power fish them. You will not go wrong. Trust me. Yeah, you shake your head for a fishing <laughs> fluke. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, it's a great setup, you know, as well. You know, fishing a fluke and, and using a tiny head, it gives you a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, you know, uh, uh, adaptability at a moment's notice. So you know, can't go wrong with that. So that being said, I'd like to thank all of my personal sponsors, uh, Tommy Head Jigs. Definitely try them out, guys. You will not go wrong, TommyHeadJigs.com. Um, Jackson Kayak, Can I, do I need to say any more? Um, coolers, Bull Bay Rods, absolutely stellar rods. Folks, definitely try them. Um Livingston Lures and Lickham Lures. Cannot say enough about both of those companies. Definitely get out there and and fish. Any of them. So, with all that being said, thanks for show, showing up, guys. Uh, Raf, uh, Josh, Matt, and Kayak Jack. Loved you. Uh, loved being, having you guys on. And with all that being said, folks, take kid fishing. Change their life forever. Get them off the streets. Learn, teach them something that they can use for their entire life. Because you know what? Memories aren't made watching TV. They're made out in the outdoors. 
always wear your PFD. You're doing yourself no good, and your family for that matter, if it's stuck on the kayak floating away as you're sitting there drowning. So, all that, have a great weekend. And if you get out in the water this weekend, and if you're fishing the tournament up at Beaver Dam, get ready because I'm coming for you. So remember, to get your fish on, man. Uh-uh. Have a great weekend, everybody. Catch you next week on the Low Sodium Show. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.